Das ist Graziella Pilger. Und Timothy Dauger. We are going to talk about shock, types of shock, classifications of shock, signs and symptoms, and management. Shock is a state of circulatory failure characterized by insufficient tissue oxygenation and perfusion to adequately meet the body metabolic demand. There are three types of shock compensated shock, uncompensated shock, and irreversible shock. Compensated shock happens when there, there is a decreased perfusion and oxygenation of the tissues to which the body responds by overcoming the deficit. For example, when you have a laceration, the blood vessels constrict and the kidneys retain urine to prevent further loss of fluid in the body via signal from the adrenal glands. Signs and symptoms. Heart rate will be a mild tachycardia, level of consciousness, lethargic, confused, and some patients become combative. Skin, there will be delayed cap refill, and the skin condition will be cool to touch. Blood pressure will be normal or slightly elevated. Uncompensated shock is the beginning of cellular ischemia and necrosis. The body is no longer able to maintain systemic blood pressure. The systolic pressure drops usually before the diastolic pressure because systolic pressure depends more on the blood volume. Example, when there is an embolism that prevents the blood to return to the heart, this makes the heart unable to refill and redistribute oxygenated blood to the body. Signs and symptoms, heart rate will be more moderate, tachycardia, level of consciousness, the patient will be confused or unconscious, blood pressure will be like decreased systolic and diastolic pressure, skin, delayed, cap refill, cool extremities and cyanosis. Irreversible shock. Progression of cellular ischemia and necrosis, subsequent organ death, even with oxygenation and perfusion, uh, despite return of restored normal perfusion, patients with irreversible shock as a result of cellular damage do not survive. Signs and symptoms, bradycardia, serious dysrhythmias, hypertension, evidence of multiple organ failure, pale, cold, clammy skin, cardiopulmonary collapse is usually imminent. Now we are going to talk about classification of shock. Yes. There are four types of classifications. Hypovolemic, cardiogenic, obstructive and distributive shock. Now I'm going to talk about hypovolemic shock. Emergency condition in, in which severe blood or fluid loss make the heart unable to pump enough blood to the body. This can cause organs to stop working. Causes losing a fifth or more of the normal amount of blood in your body. Blood loss can be due to bleeding from cuts, bleeding from other injuries, internal bleeding such as gastrointestinal tract. You can also lose body fluids from other causes like burns, diarrhea, excessive perspiration, Vomiting, signs and symptoms of hypovolemic shock, rapid heart rate, quick shallow breathing, feeling weak, being tired, confusion or wooziness, little or no tea, cool and clammy skin, low blood pressure. Pre-hospital management for hypovolemic shock, control the bleeding, 
keep the patient comfortable and warm. You can use a space blanket. Elevate the patient's feet. Replace fluids that has been lost by putting up an IV like Ringer's lactate. Give sufficient amount of oxygen to the patient and transport the patient to the hospital. I'm going to talk about uh, distributive shock. Okay, distributive shock is characterized by severe peripheral vasodilation, which is loss of vasometer, uh, vasomotor tone. Okay, they, there are three causes of distributive shock, namely uh, neurogenic shock, anaphylaxis, and septic shock. Okay, so neurogenic shock um, results from vasometer paralysis below level of injury, for example, spinal cord injuries. Okay, um, normal vasometer tone through sympathetic nervous system control is lost, which results in a decrease in peripheral vascular resistance. Okay, uh, because of the motor, motor of injury, neurogenic shock may, have, may be associated with respiratory insufficiency, head injury, or both. Okay, um, then I'm going to talk about the signs and symptoms. Signs and symptoms, uh, hypotension, bradycardia, loss of temperature control, warm, dry skin, loss of bladder or bowel control, priapism, which is prolonged erection, uh, diaphragmatic uh, breathing or difficulty breathing, loss of motor and sensory function below the level of the injury. Okay, management of neurogenic shock. First, spinal restriction, management of catastrophic uh, hemorrhaging, which is uh, C on the, on the, on, on, in primary survey. And then we start with airway by doing basic airway maneuvers, breathing, monitoring of the pulse oximeter, uh, providing supplemental oxygen, circulation, you just assess if there is a pulse and how strong it is, and then monitor your ECG and controlling other hemorrhages uh, that the patient might have sustained. And then you give uh, fluid boluses and then transport uh, promptly to, to the hospital. Okay, uh, anaphylaxis. Anaphylaxis occurs when the body is exposed to an ant uh, antigen that produces severe allergy reaction. Common causes are antibiotic agents, uh, venoms, insect stings. The body responds by releasing histamine and other mediators. Okay, uh, the signs and symptoms, uh, respiratory distress, upper airway obstruction or swelling, bronchoconstriction, hypoxemia, respiratory arrest, uh, cutaneous uh, flushing or warm, and then uh, cardiovascular vasodilation, tachycardia, dysrhythmias, hypotension, delayed care peripheral, and cardiac uh, arrest. And then patient may also feel nauseous and start vomiting and um, abdominal cramps and diarrhea. So the management of uh, management of, of anaphylaxis in the pre-hospital setting, uh, we do our ABC, and then uh, uh, putting up an IV, an IV is also important for for such patients because you need to administer corticosteroids via via IV line. Okay, septic shock most often results from injury or systemic bacterial infections. Okay, it's caused by toxins that are microorganisms, and then it, uh, it affects the arterioles, uh, capillaries, and venules. And then the common causes are 
pneumonia, post-operative uh, infections, which are usually like when, when after an operation and the, you didn't get antibiotics, then you might get an infection from, from that wound. And then uh, infections from indwelling uh, urine catheters. Uh, management, uh, before management, I'm going to talk about the signs and symptoms. Signs and symptoms are specific to an infectious source. Okay, and usually patients have hypotension, temperature higher than 38.3 degrees or below 36 uh, degrees. And a heart rate that's uh, higher than 90 beats per minute. Tachypnea, uh, usually with a respira respiratory rate more than 20 breaths per minute. And altered mental status, decreased cap refill, cyanosis or modeling. Management or of septic shock. You do your initial ABC and then uh, at, at, at C, uh, you check for the circulatory status, monitor the ECG, uh, put up an IV of normal saline or Rinders lactate uh, with a jelco of uh, 14 or to 16 gauge and then give 500 milliliters as a bolus and um, monitor the patient's AGT and then transport promptly to the hospital. Cardiogenic shock is the condition in which your heart suddenly can't pump enough blood to meet your body's needs. Caused by severe heart attack, but not everyone who has a heart attack has cardiogenic shock. Signs and symptoms, rapid breathing, severe shortness of breath, tachycardia, loss of consciousness, weak pulse, hypotension, sweating, pale skin, cold hands and feet, urinating less than normal or not at all, pre-hospital management for cardiogenic shock, fluids and plasma given through an IV, ringers lactate or normal saline, aspirin can be given provide, provided that there are no contraindications, oxygen therapy since there would be an insufficient oxygenation and perfusion. Obstructive shock mostly due to extracardiac causes of cardiac pump failure and often associated with poor right ventricle output. The causes of, of an obstructive shock uh, pulmonary embolism, severe pulmonary hypertension, tension pneumothorax and a cardiac tamponade. With, with tension pneumothorax, usually it's a, a step to the chest or to the thoracic area and then a it uh, gets trapped in the, in the thoracic cage, therefore putting pressure on the lungs and therefore the lungs, only one side of the lung oxygenates the, the whole body, which is insufficient. And with a, with a tamponade, it's also, it, it, it can also be from, from, from a, an injury or a, or a force, excessive force to the chest, which causes the heart to rupture and therefore the, the blood starts escaping into the cardiac sac which is around the heart which protects the heart from, from, any, from any tension from outside. Okay, with, um, with a tension pneumothorax, usually there is respiratory distress, uh, a sucking chest wound, rib fracture or chest trauma, cyanosis, tachycardia, hypotension, elevated jugular vein pressure and asymmetric um, chest rise and fall 
and then uh, the treatment for that pre-hospitally usually uh, you do a needle decompression and uh, also give fluids and um, you do your primary and secondary survey uh, with a tamponade there will be sinus tachycardia uh, pulses paradoxes elevated jugular veins um, hypotension and narrowing of pulse pressure and um, that's usually treated uh, in hospitally and then uh, pulmonary embolism there is respiratory distress hypoxia and the person maker you will hear wheezes when you auscultate decreased uh, breathing sounds elevated jugular veins tachycardia and uh, hypotension uh, and pre-hospitally with an embolism we have uh, aspirin and um, clopidogrel that we can administer provided there are no contraindications and also we do the primary and secondary survey Yay! to conclude we covered types of shock classification signs and symptoms causes and treatment and we hope everyone listening to the podcast is educated and up-to-date about shock. We would like to thank our lecturer, Mr. Fredericks, for giving us the platform to openly discuss topics that we have covered above. And finally, we would like to give some references. Uh, the first reference, Mosby's Paramedic Textbook, the fourth edition, and uh, Nancy Caroline's Emergency Medical Care in the Streets, the seventh edition.